Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome to another show. Well, the topic today is how do we know if we've just witnessed the peak of the interest rate cycle? Well, the RBA's decision to keep interest rates unchanged at 4.1% was very much a welcome relief for all of us. Now, if we consider the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, from January to May on an annualised basis, it is now below 2.8%. So additionally, we've still got 12 previous rate hikes that have not fully impacted the economy. Now, over the last 12 months leading up to May 2023, inflation was significantly decreased from 6.8%. We saw it to 5.6% with a peak in there of 8.4% in December of 2022. This decline can largely be attributed to the base effect, which is where current prices are compared to higher prices from the previous 12 months. Now, although it may not be a popular opinion, we do believe that inflation will decrease more rapidly than what most people are anticipating. Historic trends show that extreme spikes in inflation tend to have a reflexive effect. Now, within economics, reflexivity refers to the self-reinforcing effect of market sentiment, whereby rising prices attract new buyers, whose actions, in course, drive prices back up and higher still until the process becomes unsustainable. So putting it simply they typically decrease as rapidly as they increase. Now, when in June the CPI figures are released this month, we can expect to observe a sharp decline in inflation, provided there's no unexpected shocks. While the Reserve Bank's current thinking may be unclear, one thing is certain. The pressure for further interest rate increases is diminishing, especially considering that the full impact of previous rate hikes is yet to be fully reflected in all of the data. Many industry experts often compare interest rate levels in Australia to those in other countries based on given levels of inflation. They argue that Australia's interest rates are not high enough given the inflation levels, However, they tend to overlook the fact that Australia is one of the most vulnerable economies to change in interest rates worldwide. This vulnerability is primarily due to a sustainable levels of household debt relative to disposable income, along with the majority of mortgages 
being on variable rates. In comparison, the US has 90% of its mortgages on 30-year fixed rates with a considerably lower overall household debt level. Now, it's time for a little word from today's podcast sponsor. Are you in Adelaide? On the 26th of July, Blue Wealth presents Wealth Through Property live in Adelaide. Blue Wealth Property is not only the best place to source your investment property, but they've also helped educate thousands of Aussies on the best ways to invest in property. Their events are free and cover a range of different topics. To book in for any of the Blue Wealth events, go to bluewealth.com.au and look for the events button and book yourself and your friends into any of their events. Higher interest rates tend to impact regional banks, commercial real estate, small businesses that are reliant on bank loans and unprofitable tech companies more than households in Australia. The risk of a recession remains significant, leading to the questions around whether the Reserve Bank of Australia is adopting a strategy similar to that of the US Federal Reserve. Despite the official mandate of promoting maximum employment and stable prices, every rate hiking cycle in the US has historically resulted in some form of economic disruption. By analysing their actions rather than their words, we might mistakenly perceive this as a deliberate tactic. Creating some sort of economic failure allows for a resumption of rate cuts in an environment where inflation does not initially flow into general goods and services as measured by a CPI, Consumer Price Index. See previous episodes for explanation. Instead, inflation would primarily manifest in asset prices, a consequence that policymakers seem quite unconcerned about. Is this an intentional plan or simply a result of incompetence? It doesn't fundamentally change the situation. It's worth noting that historically, the first rate cut is often signaling the beginning of a bull run in the property market. A bull run or a bull market as it's often called is a period of time when prices rise and investors are optimistic. I hope you've enjoyed another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. Hit the like button, tell your friends, and we'll see you again next week for another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders. Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au